You're listening to The Refined Hippie Podcast, a show all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthily and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome back to another episode, my lovely friends. It is I, your host, Rebecca Henson. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, be sure to do that and also like and share this episode. I know pretty much anyone who has a podcast says these things, but it is very helpful for us in helping the episode get out to other people who might be interested in these topics and with SEO, all those things. So I would appreciate that so much. And before we begin, I also would suggest possibly getting a notebook and pen if you are sitting down, if you're in the car, certainly don't. But this episode is jam-packed with really great information that I think having that handy could be helpful. I know it was for me when I was listening to the episode to write the show notes. I ended up writing all kinds of other things that I needed to, to search and to look up. And anyways, it's a wealth of information and super entertaining. And with that, I will introduce today's guest who is Tim James, the founder of Chemical Free Body and also the host of the Health Hero podcast. He is an author, speaker, coach, raw living food chef, supplement authority, yoga instructor, and so much more. Tim got interested in health and wellness like a lot of us in having his own health experience. And we talk about his story, his experience at the Hippocrates Health Institute, which helped him heal, and he saw other people's miraculous healing, as well as one of his best friends who healed from a very rare blood cancer. So we get into all of that. We talk about detoxing, colon hydrotherapy, why our society is so sick, nutrient deficiencies, green juices, stress, and then his company, Chemical Free Body. We discuss supplements and what is wrong with the supplement industry these days. It is a really fun episode. You will learn a lot. So without further ado, here is my interview with Tim James. Hi, Tim. How are you? Rebecca, I am doing just fantastic. How about yourself? I am doing amazing. I'm so happy to be chatting with you. We were supposed to talk a couple weeks ago and I had to reschedule, but we're making it work. So Awesome. Well, I didn't even know my, my assistant books me. So. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I was in the, I was like, in the clouds on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was actually, I was listening. So you are a podcast host as well, the Health Hero Show podcast. And I was browsing through some of your episodes. You've had on some, some really awesome guests, which I was a little bit starstruck. You had on like Del Bigtree and Dr. Shiva and mm -hmm. it's pretty awesome. How yep. is that? We are, we're, we're, well, we're trying to get, you know, uh, for me, it's like, you know, it is, it's, it was kind of exciting in the beginning, you know, um, I think it's just because our message over here is resonating with a lot of people and, um, I've grabbed those types of people just gravitated towards myself and, and our company over here and what we're doing. Hmm. But, um, you know, my real message is, is like, um, you know, and it's great. You get these celebrity type folks and stuff like that. But the reality is, is the people that I, um, support and back are the working class, hmm. you know, because that's what I am and that's what most people are. So. You know, um, if those people come on, um, we don't really, um, you know, push to, to go find, to get them on the shows. I'm actually looking for, you know, the, you know, like the young mother that had a heart or the young woman and 
husband that had a hard time getting pregnant. Mm. and we were able to help stories. them, yeah, help yeah. them to get pregnant, which we just, um, next week we're actually launching, um, I had an episode, we have a nurse, actually uh, Karen Barr, she was a, my first nurse when I went to the Hippocrates Health Institute to transform my health, and I learned all about detoxing and nutrition and all this stuff, and now Karen has her own practice, and she used our products and helped these people. At this gal at age 40, after three years of not being able to get pregnant, detoxed them, cleaned them up, and boom, they got pregnant. Wow. So I was like, that is the kind of episode that, you know, like we're launching um, next week. Um, and um, I like that stuff. I had another guy that was a, a like, um, it was just crazy. Like my, my whole business plan, my, my life plan now is I just follow my excitement. Like that's it. That's I don't, I don't write anything. Yeah. It's all my excitement to the best of my ability, every moment of every day with no insistence on a particular outcome. That's mm. the full formula. And this worked really well for me. So I was just logging in and checking our orders. And then I saw this guy's name, Cody Smith. Well, my, one of my son's name is Cody. I'm like, I'm going to call this guy. I don't know why it just popped into my head. So I reached out and I called him as, Hey dude, what's going on? And he's like, Oh, I can't believe you're calling me. This is crazy. And I was like, yeah. So, um, I saw you just placed a pretty good size order products. How have the products worked for you? He's like, dude, it's products have transformed my life. And they started telling me this story. He was a Navy veteran. He just retired from the Navy young guy, young wife, uh, bun in the oven. They got a child. She's, his wife's five, five months pregnant and he's riding his motorcycle and this car pulls out in front of him and he T-bones this car and severs his spine and he was, he was pronounced dead on the scene. And this, he said this gentleman was holding him in his arm just to pass her by and he's just like, you know, was dead. And the guy was looking at him. He's like, oh, he's got short haircut. He must be from the military base over here if he's got a family and this guy had all this stuff going through his head and all of a sudden he just like 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 jolted in his arms because the guy was sitting there like praying praying for him and praying for his family and he just he said he just jolted back to life started gurgling and stuff and the medic showed up they end up uh, rescuing him this is where modern medicine shines it's the, the, right. the crisis right. care because it was born out of wartime um and and he ends up um he can't walk anymore he's in a wheelchair but, you know, that young baby now is born and has a father and he's got this young boy. He's like three, four years old. And and now um, um, Cody is a CrossFit competitor at high level. And he's like his upper body's just he's in real good shape <laughs> and um, he's making the best out of his life. And I said, hey, dude, this is an amazing story. I want to get you on my show. And he goes, wow, that sounds really scary. Um, let's do it. Oh, so he came on. So I, these are the types of people that I want to get on my show. It's just like real people because people don't realize like when you get your spine severed, if you're a quadriplegic or a paraplegic, all of a sudden peeing and pooping is a, it's a chore every day right. and there's bags and certain things you have to do and take and just weird stuff. And, and, you know, our products were able to help him have, oh. um, get his bowel movements regular again and make it a very easy process for him rather than being this you know, monumental task he has to accomplish every day. So that makes me feel really good. And those are the types of people that, you know, that I want to support. I agree. Yeah. I've had on a lot. I mean, just those inspirational stories that, you know, I mean, if you are going through your own health crisis, those are the types of things you want to hear about because that's what gives you the faith and hope to, you know, keep going mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start from the beginning of your origin story is what I like to call it. Um, well, you know, I started you... off as a really little egg. <laughs> okay, let's not go that, like that far. And voila. <laughs> <laughs> we might be here like a while if that's. 
Yeah. Let me tell you about my 12th cell division. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want me to go back and tell like a backstory? No, I don't want you to go that far. <laughs> I want you to talk about your origin story of getting passionate, becoming passionate about health and wellness. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I will tell my background a little bit just so people know where I'm coming from because right. I am a real oddball. Okay. This is like, I am like, I don't know. Um, probably wasn't supposed to happen, but did. So I grew up over in Eastern Oregon on a, a small cattle and hay farm. I was hunting and fishing. I was out in nature a lot, cutting firewood, shooting things, fishing, doing all that stuff. We had a big garden. We did grass hay and alfalfa hay and Hereford cattle. So I grew up pretty much redneck and, um, you know, um, let's just fast forward. I, at age 37, um, I played baseball actually at a high level for about 30 years. So I was also an athlete and was really into fitness and doing everything I could to have a, a competitive advantage over, you know, my competition. And, um, so, but I was on the standard American diet and by age 37, I had a wife, kids, you know, mortgage as a financial advisor and, um, my health wasn't so good anymore. You know, I couldn't even run around a track once without falling over dead probably. So I was just really out of shape. It got worse every year. I was gaining two, three, four pounds a year. Didn't know how to make it go away. Um, and then it got worse. I developed um, eczema on both of my elbows. Well, first off on my knee. I had this patch of eczema on my knee and that got pretty bad. It started cracking and bleeding. It was very painful. Ooh. If I bumped into a oh. coffee table, I mean, tell you what, it was like somebody like stabbed me with a, or sorry, there's a fruit fly flying around me. <laughs> there's a, we, I grow a lot of sprouts in the house. So there's always a fruit fly <laughs> here and there. You know, yeah. dive bomb. So anyway, um, yeah, so this, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. This fruit, fruit fly, I got dive bombed and he got me. But um, eczema. Uh, eczema on my knee, yeah. So then it spread to my elbows, right? And so now, like, as a financial advisor, we, we wear these white shirts and ties and suits and stuff like that, right? Well, my, I bleed on my damn shirts and they would get all stained. So I had to start wearing dark colored shirts. And, um, and then if I was over at your house at a party or something, somebody would be like, hey, what's this blood on the wall from? And I'm like, oh, it's my elbows, oh, right? Or I get on the couch, I'm always cleaning blood. So I'm bleeding all the time. Well, then I, I had acid reflux really, really bad. And a lot of people have this, this GERD, acid reflux. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so um, doctor wanted me to go on a Prilosec. I just... I thought that was weird. I mean, it's like really weird. So what I did was, is I, um, I'm, um, I just stuck with Tums and Rolates. That just seemed like a good thing to do. So I was eating Tums and Rolates for years, like candy all day long. Cause my acid reflux was so bad. And then it finally got worse. Then, um, when I'd poop, blood started coming out. So for me, I, you can see my shirt, it says love when you poop. And the reason why it says that is because for me, pooping was a very painful process for quite some time. And then for two and a half years, followed by blood. So imagine going number two and then like, it's like a six or a seven on a 10 pain scale followed by blood every day. So every time I got the earth's poop, it was just like, oh God, you know, it's like pain. It was just like, oh, here I go again. So it's like, I understand like chronic pain. I mean, I've had injuries and stuff before, but this was just like every day, twice a day. It was like a very painful experience and I'd see blood and I'm like, God, I hope that goes away. So like I said, the doctor said Prilosec and there's other medications they prescribed and I mean, most of the time I didn't even do it because it looked weird or I'd, mm -hmm. I'd read the, the um, side effects and it would say something like weird, like you could get cancer from taking this or it could cause, you know, uh, psychosis oh, yeah. or you could increase gambling. I mean, said on one, it's like weird <laughs> shit. And I'm just, I'm like, you know what? I don't need any more problems. Like I got enough problems. So I just, I'd always, I just stuck away from it. It's probably the smartest thing I did, but I still didn't know what the hell I was doing with my health and it was going worse. So finally on a plane flight down to Peru on a, on a trip with my wife and her, her dad, um, I, 
I got I got sick out on the boat, and I thought it was they, everybody thought it was from motion sickness. And we were in northern Peru in a town called Tumbes, just north south of Ecuador, right on the coast there. Beautiful beach, unbelievable. Her dad had never taken a vacation in thirty years at working at the hospital. He was a medical doctor. Thirty years, he was a workaholic. He just loved his job, but he this was his first vacation. So here we are, paradise, out in a boat. I'm doubled over in pain. They think it's motion sickness. I'm like, it ain't motion sickness. I fished a lot. I've been on the boats. I never get it. And we come home. And he tests me on the beach there. He's like, whoa. He's like, we got to get you to the hospital. So we zip down to the airport. We just missed the one plane flight out of there per day by 30 minutes. So he's like, we can't wait. You could die. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. And I'm bent over literally at a 90 degree angle. Like mm -hmm. I cannot walk erect. I can't stand up because it's so much pain. I'm walking like this 100-year-old dude with a cane. And um, so they rent a van and they put me in this van and we drive down this bumpy, super bumpy road for six hours down the coastline to a town called Big City, the next 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 uh closest big city called piora and went into the hospital there and i'm on an examination table in a third world country with a big light above me with a bunch of bugs flying around and first off i'm sitting there going well this sucks because i can't use my health insurance i've paid into all these damn years dang it and then um but i'm but i, I don't want to die you know so her dad's like look i don't want to have him operate on you here i want my surgeons to operate on you in lima even though we probably should operate you right now but i'm gonna have him dope you up put me on a commercial plane flight and then they flew me to Lima. So I, they took care of everything. They doped me up and I'm like, I could walk upright again. They threw me in a taxi okay. cab and I'm just, and they, they're like, my wife and him are like holding me, kind of getting me through the airport and stuff. And I'm sweating like bullets. Oh, and, <laughs> and by the way, by the way, every bump on that road from, from Tumbes to Piora was like somebody punching me and stabbing, me, punching me and stabbing me. It was like pain. When I got there, my entire clothes were soaked. It was so soaked that the money in my wallet was wet and I was completely exhausted. It was the most horrible experience in my life. So I'm telling you, this was the worst thing ever. I go right into surgery when I get to Lima. I spent the rest of my vacation recovering Then my wife wheelchaired me back in the United States because I was still healing. And I felt really bad because her dad um, ended up back in the hospital. This is his first vacation in 30 years. And he ended up right back. He ended up right back where he worked and stuff like that. So I learned a couple big lessons from this, Rebecca. Number one, I don't ever want to get surgery again. Thank you, doctors, for being there. You guys saved my life. You did the surgery and all that. You patched me back up. I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for Western medicine for that. But um, I, I don't ever want to go back again because I'm, I learned that my life was out of control. Now, I've learned recently, well, in the last 11 years since on this journey, that it was my, it was my inputs. It was mm -hmm. the internal terrain that I created in my body. It was creating all these problems. It was like I had to look in the mirror, but I didn't know how to do it because I didn't have the owner's manual for the body. The second thing I learned was that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. Mm -hmm. So um, those are two big key takeaways. So especially for the ladies out there listening, I see a lot of our women, 70% of our clients are women. So I understand that women are smarter than men because what I, I know what I'm doing is very, um, it's, it's just nature-based, it's common sense, and it makes sense. And I think that's why, um, uh, and what, what's going on out there is not working. So that's why women are gravitating towards it. So I learned that a long time ago that women are actually smarter than men. So but one thing that I see women doing so much is they're putting themselves last. They're taking care of the kids. They're taking care of the husband. They're taking care of their parents. They're going to the PTA. They're doing all this other stuff and they're not taking care of themselves. And then a wheel falls off. They go into a broken system and they can't take care of nobody. And then they're in fear mode because mm -hmm. the system doesn't, it just doesn't work. It's not going to support you. They're not going to get to the root of the problem. It's not going to happen. They're going to bandage you. It's like, Oh, uh, what's your problem? Okay. Look in this chart. Okay. Pill Z. Boom. Yep. See you later. Don't change anything. Just go take pill Z. Right. That is not, that is a, it's just 
kind of silly when you think about it. That's not the solution. Oh, it's very so silly. It makes no sense. If you think about the word doctor, if you look it up in Latin base word, it's it's teacher. So they should educate you. What and 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 back in Ayurvedic traditions, which is steeped in ten thousand years of trial and error, and actually system science. Like, but you hear things like vata, pitta, and kapha, and you think that's woo woo stuff. Well, it's actually transport, conversion, and storage. These are engineering principles. This is this is engineering system science at its best. And it's it's really important to understand that like when those doctors, the Siddhar healers and the Ayurvedic healers, they would, um, uh, as an example, look at one's face. And from the face, they could tell, um, there's that fruit fly again, they could tell what was going on with you. And they wouldn't just hand you a pill. They would say, I would also say like, what's going on with your relationship with your kids and your husband or your wife and all this, where's your stressors at? Okay, here, let me mix up these herbs these are going to be, this will be the food medicine. And then I want you to go home and do this meditation. Let me show you how to do it. Teach, teach, teach. Um, I'm going to give you a massage or I'm going to do a little energy work here. Um, and then I also, I want you to do this yoga practice. Let me show you how to do this yoga practice and then go home and you have to heal yourself. So these teachers would teach you how to take self-responsibility for your health and self-heal. You become your own doctor. They just guide you because no doctor can heal you. You have to heal yourself just like every other creature does. So anyway, that was my experience down in Peru. I come back, but I still don't know what's going on. And then my buddy Charles gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which at age 43, and it's supposedly this incurable blood cancer deal. So he finds the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida. He said, this place is a natural detox nutrition center. I'm going to go. And Tim, I want you to go with me to support me. Would you go? I was like, dude, whatever you need. I, I didn't even know what it was. I'm just like, I'm in. Like, Because I, I just lost a friend of mine, Kalei Mahoy. Um, on my baseball team at age 40 to stomach cancer. He went through chemo, radiation. It was, dude didn't even look, it looked like, like after the, I mean, he lost 80 pounds. He looked like Auschwitz. Like he looked like he went from a concentration camp. It was very sad. I remember the last baseball game he played, he was pitching and, um, cause he was too proud that he couldn't run out to his position in center field. So he's like, can I just pitch and just walk out? And I, I cause he was too proud. He didn't want to jog and be lazy. And like, we're not even this, like, we're not in the world series or anything. It's a bunch of, it's a guy's league. Right. So, yeah. but we're, he's very proud. And um, so he's about the fifth inning. He's spitting up blood on the side of the, the bench and I'm looking at him and my buddy Jason's on the other side and we're looking at each other and Jason looks at him. He's like, Clay, he's like, what the hell are you doing out here, man? He's like, look, he's like, shit, man. He's like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die going out and doing what I love and I love baseball. So let's play ball. And both Jason and I are like freaking right on dude like right. right on you know so i mean oh. what we were motivated now if i knowing what i know now i wish i could have been able to share it with clay but i don't know if he would have listened or not he would have made those changes to his lifestyle maybe but i hopefully he would have because he had three little boys that he left behind from ages six to 17. Mm -hmm. so anyway so my experience was you get cancer and you die my grandma died of brain cancer my aunt died of a skin melanoma cancer and lung cancer my buddy clay dies of the stomach cancer now my buddy charles has got this supposedly incurable blood cancer I'm there to support him. I think he's toast, but I, I just love my friend. I want to help him out. When I get there, day one, my acid reflux is gone. It's gone. It hasn't returned since. It's been 11 years. I lost about 11 pounds the first week. Um, my energy returned. So what happened was, is I went there. The first class was called internal awareness. This was a three and a half hour class. This doctor comes out, Dr. Scott Josephson. This guy is like built like a tank. And um, I was like, wow, this guy's got a lot of muscle on him. Come to find out, he hadn't eaten meat for 10 years. So he completely blew the whole redneck. You got to have meat to be a man and have muscle right. and live. And I was like, wait a minute, have, how, how do you, you haven't eaten meat in 10 years? I knew what about protein? Wasn't <laughs> he wasn't lying to me. Yeah. So I'm like, whoa. 
So now I'm like just starstruck. I'm like, I can't believe this guy. And he just turned 50 that day and he was, he looked like he was 40. So the people that had worked at that Institute looked about 10, 20 years younger than the rest of the population. They look freaking amazing and their skin was glowing. So for the women that want to have beautiful skin, we have the antidote and I'll show you how it's, it's an inside game. So he starts teaching this class called internal awareness. And it was explaining from the time you eat food, goes through the body, what happens, and exits the body, everything. It's like, wow, this is amazing. Um, how come I didn't learn this in school? Was I throwing spit wads? I don't know. Maybe they taught it. Probably not. Probably but not. anyway, <laughs> he was trying to educate us that um, the average person has about six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon, just carrying this unwanted waste matter around. And it, it breeds an environment of low oxygen, high acid, which is great. It's like the perfect ground to grow viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, uh, mutagens, and cancers, right? Mm. They love that stuff. And guess what? That's what most of us have created in the colon. And in fact, during the class, he pointed at me and he said, Tim, you got 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you ever want to be healthy, truly healthy, you have to clean that stuff out. So the whole class was designed to teach us about enemas and colonics. And part of your program there was you're going to go get a colon hydrotherapy session or AKA colonic. Are you familiar with those? I am. Okay, so for the listeners, if you're not familiar, because I wasn't, you sit on a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon and it cleans all that funk and gunk and junk out of there for you in about an hour. Um, now, if you go online and research this stuff, uh, Western medicine is going to scare the. Oh, it'll say, it gonna, says all kinds of crazy things. They're going to they're gonna yeah. scare you. You, oh, yeah. you can listen to episode 38 of my show. It's called uh, uh, Rebecca Harder, another Rebecca. Gastro girl, aka Gastro girl. She's done. She's an Act One certified colon hydrotherapist instructor level. She's done over twenty thousand uh, colon hydrotherapy sessions Whoa. for patients, and she debunks everything. Right? She nice. knows. She's smart. She's one of my healer buddies. So anyway, um, so I don't want to do this colon hydrotherapy thing, but this doctor was smart. He did visuals, so he did virtual colonoscopy videos of four people: three that were sick, and one that had been on the Hippocrates lifestyle. So they say a picture is worth 60,000 words. And let me tell you, it was. So the first person was a 24-year-old, 24, 25-year-old female that had um, uh, Hashimoto's thyroid disorder. And she had a thrush, a yeast infection. And inside of her colon, it was literally white and yellow from that yeast. Mm. It was bad. I was like, oh, God, that doesn't look good. Yeah. And then they went to the 65-year-old male with colon cancer and, um, and parasites. And inside of his colon was like black and brown and, and white worms were crawling around. Now, you expect to see brown in the colon because it's, the, it's a waste removal system, right? But the black tar-looking stuff and the worms crawling around, and he, and he turns around and looked at us. He said, hey, look, for you guys that think that parasites are a third-world affair, I'm here to tell you, you're about over 50% of you easily are going to find out on this program that it's not because you're going to see them coming out of you. Mm -hmm. So you would see them coming out in the, in the toilet. You would see them. Um, some people's poop, when it would come out, would be covered in a, like a white fuzz. Ooh. These were like pinworms, hookworms, tapeworms, Ugh. not just these ones that you can see, but the microscopic right. ones in your blood, fat, and muscle tissue you can't see. And he said, look, all of these parasites are drinking your drinks. They're eating your food. They're urinating and defecating and you causing more acid. And they're building up these biofilms, holding on to heavy metals as like shields, like literally to protect themselves. And then they, and then they, um, uh, then they have like thousands of eggs Ugh. and they're just breeding like crazy. You. So now I'm like freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Then they went to a 45-year-old female with breast cancer and like Crohn's or colitis. Her gut was jacked up. And inside of her colon, same thing, black, brown, just gross. Then they went to the person that had been on this living food, plant-based lifestyle for a couple, two, three years, whatever. And inside of their colon, well, there's waste matter in there, the brown stuff. But the, the colon looked really good. It was like pink and clean and the blood vessels and all that stuff. So 
And the, the, the point I'm making here that it just, this is where my life changed is because I recognize that it's an internal game. The terrain of the healthy person was a completely different than those three other people that had different health issues, age 24, 25, 65, and 45. Their colons were jacked up, polluted, plugged up, but full of this nasty stuff. Mm -hmm. That's when I realized this is an inside game. And using common sense, growing up on a farm, I'm like, oh, it's just like a tractor or a truck or car. If the engine is not running well, the Trek engine light pops on. And for you, your body, that's the, the vehicle that you're driving through life. When a check body light pops on, like you're gaining weight, you have low energy, you have mental fog, you're on medications, you have eczema on your elbows or psoriasis like I did. Um, maybe you're pooping blood. You have problems, right? Fibromyalgia, whatever it is, colitis, Crohn's, Hashimoto's, Graves' disease. You can name all those things. These are all check body lights. Your engine is telling you, your, your vehicle is telling you, you need to, I need a tune up. You need to change your environment. I need to change, you need to change the fuel. So at Hippocrates, what they do is they teach you how to take you in and you clean up the environment. You flush out the engine, you flush out the transmission fluid, you put in new spark plugs, new fuel filters, and then you flood it with really good, you know, um, really good fuel. And, and that's all it really was. So the next day I, I signed up for the colon hydrotherapy thing. They weighed me and then I did it an hour and then they weighed me again i dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one hour session like wow. one session i was like holy crud i mean i felt a lot lighter obviously and i felt good but the record at the time this was 2011 um was one lady had dropped 27 pounds of impacted bunk and gunk and junk in one colon hydrotherapy session and wow. I, I try to equate that to things that people can visualize that's about the size of a medium-sized dog falling out of your butt think about that that is a lot of waste. That is a lot of waste matter. <laughs> Think about that. So her life was going to radically change. She was holding on 27 pounds of disease-causing sludge, right? And the average person, listen to me, if you haven't done cleansing and detoxing mm -hmm. and done these things properly and done colon hydrotherapy, most likely you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twenty-seven pounds of that stuff in there. And until you get it out, you're gonna you're going to struggle. It's just, you can't be at optimal levels when the engine's all gummed up. Mm -hmm. You just can't do it. So end of the story, Hippocrates, after about, I, I went through these night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue mm -hmm. as heavy metals were exiting my body. I didn't have it as bad as some people. Some people had rashes coming out with parts of their body, all their body. One lady had um, a parasite actually crawled out of her eye. Oh no. And I was like, you got a parasite crawling out your eye. I said, don't get it in your salad. She's like, oh my God, this is so gross. Shot. And then what? other people would have parasites crawling out their pores. And I, you know, like people, a lot of people don't believe me, but I'm like, I was there, man. I had first, I believe person, you. If you, you I had first person experience. I saw this stuff with my own eyes and it was, I mean, it was, it was amazing. There was this one lady there and she was like a super eight type personality and she had eczema on her body, like really, really bad. And she said, she's very wealthy. She's like, Tim, I've spent millions of dollars trying to heal myself. I've been to all the clinics. And she goes, I'm here. This is my last ditch effort. I'm going to try this. So she did all the medications and all these different things. And, and she goes, I've been here two weeks. And I'm just not getting better. And I said, well, hey, the thing I said said, you know, the body takes time to heal. You can't expect it overnight. You've done a lot of, you know, S-H-I-T-T-Y things for a long time. You can't expect it to happen overnight. The third week, her skin started clearing up. And I mean, she had eczema all over her body on her face. I would say probably 90% of her body was covered oh. in eczema. So imagine walking and cracking and bleeding. 
I felt bad for her because I knew because I had a big knee and an elbow that was all jacked up with this stuff. She had her whole body, but it finally started breaking. And I would say um, during that next week, probably 40% of it was already gone uh, by that third week. It was quite remarkable. And she was well on her way to getting healed up. So again, she healed herself from the inside out just like I did. And that institute has helped people like Olympic level athletes win gold medals. Um, One of the most prominent people that most people know is um, uh, the Venus Williams, the tennis star. She had uh, lupus. And, um, you know, she's worth at the time, probably estimated $60 million. She had all the best doctors. She finally ends up at the Hippocrates Health Institute, last ditch effort. And mm-hmm. after a couple of weeks, she's at Dr. Clement's desk, one of the directors there. And she's like, why do I feel so good? She goes, everything you're telling me to do is the exact opposite of what everybody else is telling me. He goes, that's why it works. <laughs> right. And she went on from lupus and not being able to play tennis at all and possibly death to went back on one Wimbledon, won a gold medal in the Olympics. This is the level of change that's possible when people just get to these fun, learn the fundamentals of how to operate the human body and just get the man-made crap out of the body and go back to nature. So after about five days, I looked at Charles. I'm like, dude, do you feel as good as I do? He's like, yeah, man, I feel amazing. I said, I can't, I, I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but um, I, my arms are tingling with energy. My brain's back. I've already dropped 11 pounds. I feel fantastic. And here's the hunter, the redneck hunter. I said, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. And we're going to go home and I'm going to juice. You're going to heal. And then I read the China study on the way home in the plane flight. So I gave up all meat. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we started juicing. We never looked back. In 60 days, I dropped 42 pounds. Eczema on both my elbows, gone. Other skin issue on my shoulder, gone. Eight months later, the big, huge patch of eczema on my, deal, on my knee, gone. And I've been geeking out for like 11 and a half years uh, how healthy can I get, you know, and how long can I, young can I look and then help other people do the same thing. But the cool story, Charles, within two and a half years, his white blood cell count was back to normal. He had healed himself by himself with wow. no radiation, no surgery, no chemo, nothing through attitude, cleaning up his body internally and flooding the body with nutrition, basically plugging his body back into nature, fresh foods, juices, sprouts, that kind of stuff. And, um, and we, we kind of capped off his story. We, we ran the 2010 uh, Portland Marathon together. His idea, not mine. And um, wow. that was a pretty epic moment as we crossed the finish line. It was just kind of like the consummation of the start to the finish. And, and he was able to see his son go to high school and, and graduate and, and went to father-son weekend at OSU. And now his son's a realtor and his son just sold him a house. So I oh. play guitar with him now and he's still alive. And that's wow. the best part of the story. That's incredible. I, uh, do the surgery that you had going back to, to when you were sick, what did they, I mean, what exactly was that? Did they ever decide? I had appendicitis and I had to have my appendix removed, which everybody says, well, not everybody, but they say it's a worthless organ. My question is, is why it's there in the first place? Exactly. There's a reason why it's there. Critical organs because it's part of the lymph system and actually could be a regulator of gut microbiome. So, um, I don't have that now. And I was also adopted at birth. So I wasn't, I wasn't breastfed. So I have two major strikes against me. So that's why I'm like, I'm doing everything I can to boost my immune system. Cause I've got, I have a surgery that I've, where I've had my skin pierced and I've had an organ removed. And I've also had, um, I wasn't raised on breast milk, which is mm-hmm. a huge no, no, right. um, for immunity. This is one of the reasons why, uh, so many children are sick. I'm, and I know a lot of women, they're busy. They're like, oh, I don't have time to breastfeed. The doctor's like, oh, you can breastfeed or just yeah, put them on tell them that it doesn't or matter. whatever. Like, I mean, yeah. Doctors, they should be, that's malpractice. I agree. They should be like, you have to do everything you can, ma'am, to breastfeed for the prerequisite two years. Otherwise, you're not going to load your daughter or your son up with the necessary antibodies and the immune system. You're transferring your immune system to them and your bolster. 
that baby grows on breast milk. That's what they should be eating for two years. Actually, the it's kind of crazy. The world average is actually six years of breastfeeding because in the mm -hmm. third world countries, they have like no money, no nothing. The kids, they have no food. So, so they keep breastfeeding. <laughs> my youngest or my oldest son, his mom dried up at six months. He's had, he's been more sick allergies, but my older son, younger son, he breastfed for four years. He doesn't get sick like the other one does. Yeah. Right. I've seen that in my own practice, in my own experience. Right. Yeah. So for two years, you, moms, believe me, you think it's a lot of work breastfeeding? Well, imagine taking care of a sickly child with colicky baby, crying all night, sick kids, out of school, taking you away from your job, taking you away from your career all the time. You want to have a good, want a good healthy child. If you have that, your life's going to be much easier. You're going to have much easier to have a well-behaved child. They're going to be less restless as well. So true. I mean, when I was born, my mom was like one of the only people in our town, one of the only women who was breastfeeding her children. Like everybody else, this was in the eighties and it was, it was so out of fashion at that point, you know, they, um, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I know. Right. It's so everybody was, but they were all formula fed and that was, that mm. was the thing to do. And she was the oddball for wanting to breastfeed her children. Well, you're lucky you actually evolved. The rest of them de-evolved right. like I did at that point. Yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, we're literally de-evolving as a species. I don't know if you've seen this, but I have noticed that there's a tremendous amount of fertility clinics popping up. Young, For sure. young, young people are having a hard time getting pregnant. That's oh my gosh, it's it's insane. Like and unhealthy and, and, mommy, and, and like all of these things. You know, I had I've done posts about this before. It's like just because they're common now doesn't mean they're normal. But people in their minds, it's just like autoimmune diseases and all this stuff. Like so many people have them. Fifty four percent of children have some type of you know, autoimmune or some type of ailment or asthma or whatnot. And people are just so like, just so used to it now. It's, it's yeah. become, you know. Well, let me break it down just so the common sense, this is what I've learned. This is why all this stuff is happening. First off, we have handed our power over to other people to take care of our health, take care of our finances, take care of our relationships, all that kind of stuff. You have to take the power back. You have to take 100% responsibility for your health. That's number one. And once you do that, all you got to do is look around and there's people like yourself or me that have been through the gauntlet already and kind of figured it out. You can just copy us. It's make, we make it easy for you, right? <laughs> and not that we have like the holy grail or anything, but it's just like, it's so much common sense. So here's what I've delineated. The reason why everybody has all these immune disorders, why all these uh, kidney dialysis clinics are popping up because of too much animal protein overconsumption of that, mm -hmm. wearing out the kidneys, um, and why all these fertility clinics are popping up and why everybody's sick, right? And not feeling good and overweight and on medications. It's, it's silly. It's, okay. it's, there's a few things here. Number one, um, people are, are, are polluted. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are polluted at a cellular level. Now, after they're done listening to this show, type these three words into your browser, umbilical cord, chemical, umbilical cord chemical. You guys will see the same studies that I saw nine years ago that show that every single young child and young mother being born, they test the umbilical cord blood for 400 toxic chemicals. They find 250 of what they're looking for, 71%, and 180 cause cancer. Mm. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders. Now let that sink in, but then, then let's go to the next level. The reality is there's over 100,000 toxic chemicals in our environment today. And only one quarter of 1% of those were ever tested. The rest are just released out into the commercial market. If you extrapolate that 71% out, that means that we have the 
propensity to have about 71,000 toxic chemicals in our body. But even if it wasn't the case, we have blood tests showing 180 chemicals causing cancer in children, 212 causing developmental brain disorders. So we are born polluted. And that's when I sat back in my chair and I'm like, oh my God, we are all freaking polluted. And the older you are, the more time you've had to bioaccumulate these toxins, these microscopic invaders that you can't see into your blood, your fat, your muscle tissue, your brain tissue. And they stack up and they stack up and you can't see them. They're too tiny. They breathe them in all the time. You're breathing in jet fuel and automobile exhaust. If you just painted your home and your paint's toxic, um, guess what? It's off-gassing for four and a half years. If you have carpet that's made from nylon, that comes from crude oil made with chemicals, it's off-gassing formaldehyde. If you have for uh, you know laminate floors out of MIT, showed those a direct link from the off-gassing of laminate floors to, to autism. And what are babies doing? Crawling around on the laminate floors. It's endless. The Glade plugins, the, the, the fire retardants, they're spraying on TVs. Uh, it's just weird, weird stuff. Yeah, they spray fire retardant on televisions. Weird, weird things, right? So we have all these, all these toxic chemicals. And you can't see them, and that's the problem, right? Just like the 6 to 12 pounds of impacted garbage you got in your gut, you can't see it, so it's out of sight, out of mind. You might be OCD. Your kitchen's beautiful, but nine times out of ten, I put my finger across the top of the refrigerator, and there's dust on there. Because you can't see it. And that's what's going on. This is an inside game. This is inside the gut and outside and inside the cell and the blood. We have to get smart about this and be an intelligent system and really monitor our inputs. So I'll give you an example. Like when I was at Hippocrates, they said, you know, basically, um, does your your toothpaste say harmful if swallowed? If so, you know, please contact the poison control center. Let's think about that. If it says, please contact the poison control center if you swallow this, aren't you swallowing a little bit every day when you brush your freaking teeth twice a day? Yep. Yeah, and a lot of it's going through the mucous membrane in your mouth, right into the bloodstream. No liver to filter it, and uh, you know it's, it's crazy. I was just I did a uh, a deal yesterday, um, a podcast with somebody else, and we looked up Crest, and Crest mm-hmm. has um, sodium lauryl sulfate in it, which is what I was just about ready to talk to. It's in shampoos. It's a suffocant that's a cancer causer, right? And guess what? My shampoo, sodium lauryl sulfate. I look at my ch- uh, toothpaste when I get home. Contact the poison control center. I was like, dang it. I was putting all this stuff in my body that was slowly killing me, right? So I stopped doing that. I became an intelligent system. I changed my sensors, sensed it. I got smart, and then I changed my input. Cat, sorry. Oh, that's okay. I saw him. He's she, cool. She does this pretty much any time <laughs> I, I record a podcast. She's like, excuse me, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, she did a drive-by. And then she leaves and then she, that's it. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so number one is we have to have awareness of all these toxic chemicals. We have to stop putting them in and then we have to get them out. We do things like we have a products like toxin detox, our gut detox, our greens, all these things help to chelate out infrared saunas are from amazing. I've got this amazing sauna that I can tell you about. Anyway, uh, exercise, drinking lots of water. We got to move the lymphatic system. We got to get these toxins out. So that's number one. Number two is we are deficient. 85% of the nutrients have been farmed out of our soil. And even if, okay, even if you have a soil that has more minerals in it, nutrients in it, it's probably disc farmed. It means they, they, they disc and they chop up, they till the soil. This is, I mean, I'm a farmer and a lot of farmers might yell at me right now, but you know, a real hero is somebody that says the right thing at the right time, not when it's convenient for them. Mm. And I'm telling you right now that when you till the soil, you're actually disrupting, this is what I've learned, you're disrupting the soil microbiome the bacteria in the soil that is like everything it's like a living organism it's like and a lot of those soil bacteria are the same bacteria that are in our digestive tract Mm -hmm. like in our body's mostly made of what water 
we're, we're nature. People think we're living with nature. We're living in nature. No, you are an expression of nature. You are nature. Same soil, the, those bacteria, same in our gut. It's clear and evident. When we die, we, if somebody burn us and down into ashes, there's minerals left. Same minerals that are in the soil. We are nature, guys. This is a big disconnect. Mm -hmm. So when they till the soil and they kill those microbiome, those microbiome are what actually transports the nutrients into the plant through the root system, a lot of them. So we're deficient, right? So we have all these deficiencies. That's why we have to replace the 85% of what's missing, right? So when you do, and I did it through green juices. I, I harvested, grew sprouts, wheatgrass and stuff. We have a product called Green 85 Juice Formula we did to make it easy for people because they can just scoop it twice a day and replace it all and make it easy. You can, there's other green powders out there, whatever. It doesn't matter, but you got to get a couple green juices in you a day. This has been my, one of my like, foundational things that I do. So we have to replace what's missing. So basically, the average person um, wants to be on 100% octane. Your cells want you to be on 100% octane, but you've been living your life on 15%, hmm. literally. We have to top off the thing. We have to boost you back up and replace that 85%. And when you do, your cells are going to come back to life. Because what's happened, the reason why we have so much obesity in this society is because on a cellular level, we're starving for nutrition and our cells are sending signals to us to go eat. So we do, and we eat, and we eat, and we eat, but we can never satisfy our cellular need for nutrition, the building blocks of our life, so we can have the energy, the really good energy, that wild creature energy for activities of daily living. So we become malnourished, just like a, a third world child with a distended stomach, yet overweight because of all the excess empty calories. Mm -hmm. We are no different than a starving child over in Africa, except that we, we have this big shroud of fat on us from all the excess empty calories, right? Mm -hmm. So number one, toxic buildup. Number two, deficiencies in nutrients, true nutrients. So what does that mean? You, well, you want to start replacing with like green juices. Start there. You want to eat sprouts, herbs, start growing your own sprouts. Um, buy them at the grocery store. Ask the grocery store manager to start carrying them and tell them when they come in and you'll start buying them. They will start catering to you, especially stuff like this. And then... Um, and then you can like, you, you can grow garden stuff, but that's seasonal. Um, go to your farmer's markets, start getting to know your farmers, buy from them, buy local, buy local, buy local, buy local, buy local, and start supporting your local communities and your farmers that are supporting you in the environment by not spraying toxic chemicals. And they're remineralizing the soil properly and doing things right. Permaculture is the best. It's a little hard to find, but if you can find a permaculture grower, that's where you want to give your money to. These people are the, they're a true set of doctors. They're providing food as medicine, right? What did Hippocrates say? Let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. The same guy that all the medical doctors take the Hippocratic oath based on that dude. I will do no harm. They don't Great think oath. about it. What they're saying clearly. <laughs> Great oath. But yeah. they miss the, they only go to nutrition. They, they learn about nutrition like a week or two. It's like, yeah. ah, go down to the dietitian and the nutritionist. They'll take care of that. We don't deal with that crap. Like, yeah. wait a minute. You're dealing with the human body. And the guy that you took mm -hmm. the oath on said, let thy food be thy medicine, thy medicine be thy mm -hmm. food. But here's one of the quotes that I want the listeners to really resonate with. He also said, and a lot of people don't know about this one, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. So mm. he or she who is not their own doctor is a fool. What's he talking about? He's talking about you taking responsibility for your health again. There it is, one more time. So he wants you to take responsibility for your health. He wants you to understand that your food can be your medicine rather than the poison. Change it, just change your inputs. Get fresh, fresh, local, local, local grow it yourself, do that kind of stuff. And guess what? You're, you're going to turn around. Now, the last thing is stress. Number three, 
It's a big one today, especially with the whole COVID scare and all the stuff that's going on with that. People were stressed out even before COVID. Okay. Yeah. This and, is just like amplified. Yeah. Like, when amplified, you're stressed yeah. out, you're blowing out your adrenal glands, your cortisol levels, you have a hard time sleeping, all this stuff. You have got to understand and have tactics and strategies so that you can be like just calm and peaceful in the eye of the storm. No matter mm -hmm. what's going on around you, you only take the benefit for you. This is very important. This is where breath work and meditation, clearing your mind, getting out in nature, going on walks, hanging around friends and family that lift you up, not tear you down. We have to get people out of fight or flight mode. And most people are in it a lot and they don't even realize it. So, I'm not stressed out, but you are. You are. It's, we can measure this. So if we do those three things, if we can get all the chemicals and toxins out of your body on a cellular level, we can flood your body nutrition daily. And then number three, we can work on your stress. I promise you, if you work on these three things, our clients within six months look five years younger and they feel 10 years younger and they start getting a whole new lease on life. Amazing. And that's been the case for, you know, I've coached 600 people through this process personally, now thousands in a group format. And that's how it works. So and she's making another run for the cat and she's going to the left and she got him. <laughs> he, he came back in. That's awesome. I, I, my first cat was like a great big old a white cat. His name was Casey. And I remember um, he was on my hamper, clothes hamper, and we were going to have to put him down the next day. He died of feline leukemia. And it was really sad because I had a cat his, that had that. His teeth hurt and he was growling while he was eating his food because it hurt him to eat. Right. So just like it hurt me to poop. And mm -hmm. I look back and I'm like, wow, you know, it's because we were feeding him that crappy friskies. I know. Right. Uh -huh. I didn't know any better. It's like you don't uh -huh. even think about that stuff, especially mm -hmm. when you're a kid and parents. My mom and dad are good people. They would have done anything to harm me. But it was the inputs to the cat. We probably mm -hmm. should have just let him eat mice outside. Um, <laughs> and then he would have and he, you know, he was a pretty amazing cat. Actually, he's a great big, huge white cat. And I love that cat. Aww. He followed me around in the fields and Aww. all kinds of stuff. But anyway. Yeah, I had a cat who had feline leukemia and she she only lived to be a year. And I mean, she couldn't even at, at the end, she couldn't even walk. It was, it was awful. That's a horrible disease, but yeah. Terrible. Yeah. All Terrible. the, all the problems we've caused for ourselves now it's, it's trickling down to our animals. Oh my gosh. I know the cancers in, in dogs and stuff because they're walking on, you know, in the park where they've sprayed all this glyphosate and, and now they're getting all these cancers and. Ugh. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. But yeah. you know, um, actually, you know what, here's, you brought the word crazy up. So this is really good. When I was at Hippocrates, this guy, he said, okay, he's talking to Brian. Brian was doing a talk there, Dr. Clement. He's like, okay, I understand. I feel better than I felt in years, Brian, but let me ask you a question. He's like, how the hell am I supposed to go home and, and live this crazy lifestyle in the, in the real world? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, you know? And he said, well, first off, he said, your question is all wrong, completely wrong. He said, the real question, the question you should have asked is, how do I go home and live in a real way, in a crazy world. Mm, I love that. That's the question wow. to ask and understand where we're coming from. Because, you know, people think that it's like, it's crazy to detox and it's crazy, crazy. I'm not going to grow sprouts. That's, that would take so much effort. It's so much easier just to go to your doctor and have them cut a, 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 a vein out of the side of your leg and attach it to your heart. That's oh. called a bypass surgery. Yeah, that's not, that doesn't grand. seem... That doesn't seem crazy. Like to no open big up deal. Your heart. Just get a bypass. No big deal. Yeah, but yeah. eat sprouts and drink green juices. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah. I actually have. Um, you know, since I'm from East Oregon, I got one of one of the songs that I uh, is a Charlie Daniels song called "Long Haired Country Boy," 
And I, th- I remember the beginning of it was like, it says people think I'm no good, crazy as a loon. And I was like, people think I'm healthy, crazy as a loon. Cause I drink green, I drink, I drink greens in the morning. I drink greens in the afternoon. So I was changing the, the lyrics to it and like stuff it. like that. Cause he said like, I smoke, I smoke dope in the morning or get drunk in the afternoon. I, I, I get high in the morning and smoke. So I changed it to green juice. Cause that's better. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. But so green juice, like I first looked at it, I thought it was like, this is weird. This is crazy. But guess what? It's just concentrated stuff. I mean, what was that movie? Um, uh, Avengers or Iron Man or some one of the Iron Man movies. Remember when his his uh, palladium or whatever oh, yeah. was leaking into him? What yeah. was he drinking? He was drinking green juices. Huh. Remember that? He was drinking oh, yeah. all those greens because right. the chlorophyll and stuff like that to right. chelate and get the heavy metals out. Well, yeah, well, we have like on our green 85, we have, uh, you know, things in there that mm. pull heavy metals out of the body, right? Yeah. These green juices are concentrated nutrition that you can drink. It goes through the digestive tract. No effort right into the intestine and right into the bloodstream. Wow. Completely pre-digested. So we're not getting green juices in for fiber. We get that from our other meals. We're getting it to get massive amounts of nutrition to the cell with very little effort from the digestive tract. Because most people aren't aware that 60 to 80% of all your energy on a daily basis is just going to the processing mm. and digestion of your food. So by doing these green juices, like they taught us, we get all that energy, all the food in there without burning all that energy. Then that energy can be rerouted to help boost up your immune system, to help you heal if you're in yeah. the conquest of disease, or to have mm-hmm. more energy for your activities of daily living, your think. Right. Um, since we're since you're talking about supplements, I did want to touch on that for a second because uh or a minute or two. Um sure. you know that's such an that that industry has become so confusing for 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 all of us, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. what company do you got? I mean, there's so I many was one of them. different companies yeah. and how do you choose? Because I mean, who knows, you know, there's not any regulation on it. So you don't know what you're getting. Are you getting the real thing? Where is it being yeah. sourced from? Like all of these things. How do you navigate that world? Well, um, we have a supplement company. We have a detox and nutrition company. And soon we have a, we have actually a healing skin cream coming out too. So I'm, it's edible. So nice. anyway, yeah, it's going to be, it's That's awesome. awesome. I've, we've had a bunch of women try it. It's, it's good for like uh, age spots and eczema and wrinkles, rosacea. It's even good for shingles. It's, it's, our formula has had this formula for a long time. Wow. So we're very excited to launch it. But anyway, so here I am. I'm finally in, uh, I'm trying to coach people. I'm in the health industry and I do my freaking research. Like I started reading labels on foods and stuff. And like, I learned a lot calling companies up. What's this? What's that? You know, natural flavors. I found out by law only uh, for 70 years, only 10% can be natural. The other 90% is allowed to be a synthetic chemical. So if you so see good. natural flavors on a, on a package, don't buy it. Run away. That's how you change industry. You, your mm-hmm. votes don't count anymore. And the election systems are, are, are been hijacked with that, you know, a weighted race feature. I don't know if you've, you've seen that thing. No, I haven't. It's like haven't. our votes go in, not as a whole number. They go in as a fraction and there's a weighted race feature inside of the software. So it doesn't matter. All the other stuff is just, this is the true crime scene, right? So, yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh my gosh. And and like, there's not a lot of talk about it. And it's, how? It's, yeah, how is that even possible that that even becomes a thing that's thought of? Or I don't even I don't even know. Well, a weighted race feature would make more sense if you were like if you were in a condo association and you had four thousand hmm. square foot of condo and I had two thousand, you should have a weighted rate of vote on a vote for what mm. was going to happen in that condo because you're paying twice as much tax. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's where it makes sense. But for a yeah. vote, 
It's, no. It should be one person, one vote. So the reality right. is, is we have to get away from election software. Even though I like technology, I think we got to go old school. We got to go to hand counted paper ballots, period. So anyway, okay. let's go back to talking about supplements. So again, I started researching this stuff. And then when it came to supplements, I did my homework, I thought. Okay. So I was looking for whole food supplementation. Because when I added whole food supplementation to my life, man, it took my level up quite a bit, about two more notches on my health. I was very excited about it. And um, then all of a sudden, you know, I have all, and I'm sharing all this that I find with my coaching clients, right? And then I'm looking at the label and all of a sudden there's something different on the label. There was xanthan gum in a protein powder that, and I don't do protein powders anymore because of the whole kidney thing, we're over protein, but I used to. And because I, I was still kind of in that mentality. Right, so right. I'm looking, I'm a xanthan gum, what's that? I look it up, it's mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria used as an emulsifier so that when you shake your shake up once, you don't have to shake it again because God forbid you got to shake your, Americans got to shake your drink twice, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, what? So I had to call all my clients. I said, if you have this new bottle, send it back. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't do it. Like, I don't know why they switched it. Board of directors, whatever they got bought out. I don't know. Yeah. So we switched and I had to find another one. Well, this kept happening. And finally, um, this one lady um, who was like 70s, we used to grow and deliver like wheatgrass and sunflower and pea sprouts to like 50, 60 uh, cancer patients a week in the Portland, Vancouver. Mm -hmm. She had kidney issues and she was in her 70s. And her wheatgrass didn't get dropped off at Dr. Bailey's office. It was one of our drop spots. He was a naturopath. And she's like, Tim, I didn't get my wheatgrass. I really need it. I need it for my energy. Without it, I'm just, I, I can't get through the day. And I'm like, oh. So I said, well, let me just send you this bag of green stuff, <laughs> right? So this was when I bought it for myself just for traveling because I, I have to do two green juices a day. That's what transformed my life. Hmm. And um, she's like, but you said fresh is best. I said, well, I know, but just try this. It's super concentrated. So long story short, she tries it. And guess what? She calls me up in a week later. And she's like, Tim, this works just as good as the wheatgrass. I don't have to clean that damn juicer, which is good for her because she's, you know, she didn't have a lot of shoulder strength. They're pretty right. heavy. So I was like, okay, great. Well, two weeks more goes by. And she calls me. She goes, I'm almost out. I need more. So I called the formulator up and I said, hey, can you handle her? He's like, no, I cannot take on any more clients. I said, well, just send me like six pounds of it and I'll bag it up for her. So I started selling it to her. And that's when the light bulb went off. I'm like, oh, maybe I could make money doing this, helping people solve this problem. And then I could ship it all over the world. So I had this crazy idea. And then I hired Dr. Scott Treadway, got a formulator and we started doing it. But he was very excited because he was one of the top formulators in the world. And, and he's a consultant for 17 of the top nutritional companies. And he said, I was the first one that he was allowed to do it 100% right. That he wasn't steered. So he'd make all these formulas and they'd always like chop a few things out or put synthetics in. They always mess with his formulas. Yeah. So we have 100% naturally occurring, no synthetics, no binders, no fillers, no fluid. Well, So I'll explain. 85% of the supplements in the market are owned by pharmaceutical companies. They're all synthetic. 92% in total are synthetic. So when you buy something, you have a 92% chance you're going to put a synthetic acid-based derivative made in a lab, not from nature with all its cofactors and bioflavonoids. Hmm. So I'll give you an example. When you're reading like a multivitamin, right? Um, just look at the vitamin C. If it says behind it in a parenthesis, ascorbic acid, you, my friend, are consuming a chemical. Mm -hmm. It is the shadow of what nature has made. Now, it should say if it's a whole food supplement behind the vitamin C from the camu camu berry or from the arceola cherry or from the omla berry, one of those three. Now, you know, you have a whole food source, but then you have to look at the other ingredients. And you see, can you see my label there? Yeah. 
What does yeah. it say? What are those three big things? Uh, no it? magnesium. Ser- I can't say that. No. Silicon, yeah. No, no silicon dioxide. Dioxide. No dicalcium phosphate. Okay. Magnesium stearate, silicon dioxide, and dicalcium phosphate are three of the top what are called excipients. They're binders, fillers, and flow agents. So what are those things? Binders help tablets stay together so they don't fall apart. Hmm. So people, you know, otherwise they'd have a jar of dust rather than tablets. Right. Fillers is because when you use the synthetic version of nature, it doesn't fill up a pill. It's very little. So Americans aren't going to buy empty pills. So they got to fill it up. So that makes you look like you're getting a full, full pill. And they'll fill it up with these things. Um, or flow agents, uh, like silicon dioxide, example. Silicon dioxide is a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, yet it's in most supplements. Check your labels, people. Check your labels. When you go to our website, it says, we dare you to read our labels. I want you to read my labels because not only are you going to see a whole food source, but you're also going to see on almost every one of mine where we can fit them on there in big red letters, no, you know, no uh, magnesium stearate, no silicon dioxide, no dicalcium phosphate. Why would I take that, sh- that space on there to put that in red? Because I'm trying to educate people. I want to mm. teach people. I want to teach you how to, you know, quote unquote, fish. But I would say I want to teach you how to sprout. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I want to teach you how to sprout. So you can, you can do that for yourself. Yeah. You don't have to rely on somebody else. So you can be self-sufficient. So when we do supplement reviews as coaches over here, almost 95% of the supplements have one of those three. And those are the big three. There's more things in there that you don't want. But those mm. are the top three, right? So it's, and then. You have, so the other ingredients are still ingredients. Now, and here's a, here's a good way to look at it. Let's say you have a, a award-winning brownie recipe. You just won county. You just won state. Now you're going to nationals. It's a big deal. And your daughter comes in and she's like, mom, mom, oh my God, she's 16. She's like, uh, me and Brandy are going to go, we want to watch this movie and it's great. And the whole town's watching. Everybody's talking about it. And you're like, okay, what's it rated? And you're like, well, I knew you were going to say it, mom. It's, it's rated R. <laughs> oh, it's rated R. Yeah. And, you know, mom would never let her go watch rated R. Like she's 16. Right. Yeah. And, um, and by the way, the PG 13s are ridiculous. That should be rated R. Most of those. Uh, Yeah. So crazy. But anyway, so she's like, I knew she's like, well, okay, you can go. And your daughter's like, what? You're going to let me go. And then they're like, all excited. She's like, yeah, but there's one condition. Oh, I knew it. You're going to get me. (laughs) I'm not going to go. No, you and your, your friend, uh, Brandy, you guys have to eat a brownie before you go. They're like, all right, yeah, we wanted to eat one anyway. So they grab the brownies. They're just about to take a bite. And the mom, it's you. You're like, hold on a second. I just want to let you know before you take a bite. This recipe's just a little bit different than normal. What do you mean, mom? Well, it's the exact same recipe, except I have one different ingredient in there. And it's a very small amount. You won't notice it. You won't even taste it. You won't know it's in there. Well, what is it? Well, I put just a little teeny bit, not much, but a tiny bit of cat poop in there. And the girls are like, oh, my God. And they throw the brownie down. Like, this is disgusting. And she said, well, why aren't you going to eat those brownies? Because I'm not going to eat cat poop. And she goes, and that's exactly you said. That's exactly why you're not going to go watch that movie. Because, oh, even though the movie's amazing, there's that one cuss word and that one brief scene of nudity and is tainted that movie. And a 16-year-old girl does not need to be exposed to that case mm-hmm. closed. Right. So that's how I feel about the food industry, the water industry, and definitely the supplement industry. You can have a great formula, Rebecca. It can be, you know, ashwagandha and you can have camu camu berry and you can have, you know, the mushrooms in there and the reishi and all this stuff. It's like, well, it's an amazing formula. But if it has magnesium stearate, silicon dioxide, dicalcium phosphate, or some of these things, you have poop in your brownie. And you do, Hmm. and it's way worse than that because over time, if all your supplements are taking it, uh, it's a problem. Yeah. Okay. This is very problematic. So, 
this is very important. Now, it's even worse now because the supplement industry has gotten so bad that they've got the labeling laws all weird. So they can change stuff and they can put stuff in there and you don't even know it. It can be labeled organic and it can be synthetic. I'll give you an example. So what they do is they take a yeast, which is an organic, natural occurring deal, and they force feed it a synthetic. And then it eats it. And then somehow mm. magically it's not a synthetic anymore. And then that goes into the supplement. There are major organic so many brands loopholes. Today, oh my gosh. Today on the store shelves of America that you think you're getting one thing and you're getting another. In fact, go look up. All you have to do is type in the company, these major brands, and just put who purchased X oh, or who yeah. purchased Y. Who pur yeah. And you'll see Nestle bought us. Procter & Gamble bought us. Yeah. If yeah. they got purchased by those companies, you might want to rethink it just like you should be rethinking putting in harmful of swallowed toothpaste. Yeah. Okay. And it might produce a fairly good result, but, but I took it and I feel better. Yeah, you, you probably are because the standard American diet is so bad. We're so polluted. We're so deficient. We're so stressed out that anything's going to make you feel a little bit better. But right. why would you want to have poop in the brownie? You don't want it. You want to get 100% naturally occurring and do it. So that, that's what we've done over here. And I've, we're a small family-owned company. I've got like 37 more formulas I want to get out. I just don't have the money. I live like a pauper. All the money goes back into formulations. Mm -hmm. um, we have two, two new ones being launched right now, which is our multi-shroom and our uh, B-Stack, which is vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin A, quercetin, zinc, um, Ooh, and, wow. and fulvic and humic acid. And all in one because we've had so many people wanting that for immune boosting, mm. but we did it right. We did the vitamin C from the camu camu berry. We did the, you know, the vitamin A um, from carotene. Uh, we did the vitamin D3 from lichen, which is the most powerful form of that. The, the zinc is actually Krebs zinc. We actually uh, chelated it with plant amino acids. So it's highly absorbable. This isn't just mm. like zinc sulfate, right? And, and then like our quercetin is from the Japona zaponica flower. And then we have the fulvic and humic acid in there. We literally have six products. We put them all into one. Hmm. And it's, 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 awesome. it has a shield on it that says defending public health. And that's what we want to do. We want to defend public health. But these new tinctures that we're coming out with, you see this little one behind us, the turmeric yeah. 100. That's 185 times more anti-inflammatory than any other turmeric because their other ones are going orally through the digestive yeah. tract. And only 10 to 30% are getting through. This, no black pepper needed. It goes directly through the mucous membrane in your mouth, directly into the bloodstream. So we have these hyper-absorbable awesome. tinctures we're coming out. Plus, we have our core products that do the remodeling. It's like a clinic in a box. So as these things come out, we're just going to keep launching more products and more products and more products that will actually help our, the working class people defend their health so they can boost their immune system so we can fight for freedom. That's my, that's my um, you know, goal. That's incredible. I'm going to tell you, I am... After we get done with this, I'm going to go in my cabinet right now and clean that baby out because I'm sure I have, I mean, I'm, I was aware of a couple of the things, but the, the list that you have on the back of that, I, I wouldn't have known to steer yeah, away from those. You wouldn't know unless you, you start getting your master's and you write a thesis on it, basically. Right. So I, you had to, I put a lot of time and effort into this. But the reality is, is that, um, the industry is, you know, um, it's, it just is what it is. You I mean, it's like all the industries right now, you know? I mean, it's yeah. basically just corporations have hijacked, um, I don't know, our country, yep. I guess. <laughs> yep. way. I think what we have to do is, though, is like, again, we talked earlier about, you know, you might not be able to vote and get anything done, but you still can vote with your dollars. 
If you take the money, that, that money that comes in and out of your account every month, you start redirecting it over here to boost your immune system and give it to companies like ours that actually have a heartbeat and a moral compass that are trying to do what's right. That's how you change industry because those other companies, will they'll change or they'll go away. Either one's okay, but they, for us to change things, we just redirect our dollars. Absolutely. And then you, you help a company, you help grow a company like ours or like what you're doing and, and support us and we support you. And, and guess what? That's how it should work. And we are, we are going to very quickly lose um, all these good products and all these good ideas because what's happening, I'll give you an example. So Amazon's too big for their britches. They purchased um, Whole Foods. Now, for those of you that have been to Whole Foods, have you noticed something? What have you noticed that's been going on over the last two years in Whole Foods? Have you noticed that the organic 365 brand is starting to take up more and more and more shelf space? Mm. You notice this? Mm. The Organics 365 brand is Whole Foods brand. What they do is the same thing they're doing at Amazon. I'll tell you two stories. Okay. The first thing they'll do is like that shelf space. If they find something, a product that's selling like crazy, they re-engineer it. They make mm. it themselves. Then they boot that one out and they have theirs there and it's a lower quality. They're controlling everything. Now, what happened at Amazon was there was this, this gentleman, I'll remain him nameless. Um, he was selling a supplement. And he was making a million dollars a month on Amazon. He was, had a wow. great business, all this stuff. It was like, I was like, wow, I can't wait to get to that level someday. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anyway, they, what Amazon said was that they, and I won't sell on Amazon. I will not sell Good. on Amazon. I, have, I had actually an undercover employee from Amazon come on my show and expose them and why yeah. we should use them as a search engine, but then go directly to the company and never, never buy anything from them. But mm -hmm. anyway, so what, what they do is they, they forced all the supplement people to go get and give them certificates of analysis so they could prove that their supplements were clean and verified by a third party, right? Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. And they were saying, well, because there's all these bad things coming from China and we have to verify that you're not polluting and hurting people. Okay, that makes sense. But what they were really doing was looking at the certificates of analysis so they could see what lab, the lab that you're making from is on there. And then they go to their lab directly, they cut a deal, and then they cut you out and then they control the, the, the who's seen at the top and they force you down at the bottom because they control everything. And then they start making that million bucks a month and the wow. guy's out of business overnight. So big corporations wow. like Amazon, they are going to, they're trying to squeeze out the middleman. So what's going to happen to you as the working class consumer, you are, you are going to get less and less and less high quality products. You're going to end up getting crap and you've already seen what's happened by these big corporations where our health's at right now. Because mm -hmm. the food industry has been hijacked. So, and the Food and Drug Administration are not doing a good job uh, cleaning up the mess because they our nothing. health is in the, yeah. it's in the toilet. Yeah. Um, over 80% of us overweight, all these health issues, you know, the whole story. So, yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I the funny thing, I, I had noticed at Whole Foods actually that they had gotten rid of a lot of brands that I had liked or it would say, you know, like last chance or whatever. And I'm yep. like, why are they getting rid of that? Like, I love that. You know, yeah. I had no idea that was, I mean, it makes sense. Have Here's you the easiest way. Stop shopping there. I know. I know. We have some local markets that I, that I go to. I try to go to more often. I'm not, I'm not, uh, perfect. I definitely sometimes, Just you know, we have to put this stuff in context. Closer. Okay. Yeah. And I understand. I mean, sometimes I might run into one or something, but I, when you go into a whole foods and you purchase products from them or you buy on Amazon, it's like literally walking up to your 
your your sons, your daughters, your neighbors, your communities, and your friends, and and slapping them in the face. It's like burning mm-hmm. a flag. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the level we're at. I mean, we have yeah, to say things as they are. We have to take off the rose colored glasses. And say, okay, this is what's happening. What are we going to do? Are we going to continue to be lazy and right. stupid and just sit back and think that somebody else is going to handle this for us? That's what. That's why we're in the mess we're in. Absolutely. Most people don't know this. I'm going to say this because we're on a, uh, mostly women are listening. Why is, why was it, why did everybody forever want to come to America? What was so great about America? Well, what happened was, is that there was 13 colonies that broke free from the British. And this was the first time in the history of the human race that people were actually free. Okay. Until then it was always the haves and haves not slaves and the slave masters, one form or the other. Okay. The whole slave thing with blacks, it's been black, green, blue, white, brown, yellow. We've all been slaves at some point in history. It's, always, it's not about that. It's about the, the, the slaves and the slave masters. That's what it's been forever. Now, you can, people say, well, there was the feudal system and the kings gave us you know, land and stuff like that. Yeah, but then what did they do? They took 70% of everything you made. It's another form of slavery. So why did everybody want to come to America? Because 13 colonies broke free. We created the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That never happened before. And it wasn't perfect. It was, it's lasted longer than you could imagine. And we've made some changes to it, you know, women's rights and voting rights, all these cool things that have happened. That's great. But what happened was is those blue bloods, those elites, they never left America. And they every decade plotted and schemed and plotted and schemed, worked their way back into politics, right? Politics, poly, many ticks. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, and by the late 1800s, we were literally living in urine and feces again. We had um, dead horses and cows in the water supply. Our infrastructure was in the toilet. And because we had a poor environment, poor infrastructure, we had poor health. That's why we had all this outbreak of infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. I mean, measles, as an example, was killing 14 out of 100,000 people in 1900, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened was during that Industrial Revolution, there was also slave wages. It was unsafe, un- unsafe working conditions, child labor, 10, 12-hour workdays, slave wages. It was the women. The women's labor movement of the mid to 1850s to the early 1900s that was like 1776 again. These women got together. They said, this is enough. We, mm-hmm. want, we want better pay. We want our children out of the workplace. We want an eight-hour workday. Did you know that four people were hanged? Um, I think it was called Haymarket Square. Four people were hanged for fighting for the eight-hour workday. Hanged. So our government hanged four people just wanting an eight-hour workday. Now, today we take an eight-hour workday for granted. Right. We take it for granted. But some, some, some of our fellow, fellow Americans paid for it with their life wow. to get an eight-hour workday. So they, got, they, they said they got the child labor. They got all this stuff handled. These women fought, and they said, if you don't give us this, we will not show up and make your widgets hmm. and put them out of business, Right. And what's happening right now is that these companies want to replace us with AI. They're just looking at you. Do I want a, do I want a, a biological robot or do I want I a, an engineering robot? And as soon as they can take you over and you're useless, you're gone. Yeah. We have to understand this. So this is why we have to take back ourselves. It's a working class movement. So these women built a true working class movement and they fought mm-hmm. back and they said, no, and guess what? The slave masters had to give them back their gains. So they gave them better hours, better pay. They got the children out of the workplace. They got the urine and the feces out of the streets. And the water supply got cleaned up by getting plumbers and sanitation workers. Mm-hmm. Women fought for this. It was actually women the second time that built America and made it so damn awesome. And the reason why awesome. everybody wanted to come here. Men joined in too, but it was basically women, a bunch of pissed off women. Wow. That movement 
kept going. And by the mid 40s, by 1945, guess what? 98% of infectious disease was gone. It was gone because of the infrastructure in the cities where too many people were living in a concentrated area, but the infrastructure had piped in clean water and got the urine and the feces out of the way so they cleaned up the streets. By changing the environment with infrastructure, those women and men developed and, and, and by the, 98% of infectious diseases were gone. The measles vaccine hit the scene in 1963. So if somebody tells you it was big pharma and your doctor and your pharmacist that healed you of the measles vaccine, they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. It was the women's labor movement that got infrastructure from the plumber and the sanitation worker that cleaned up the streets and then built our health. That's mm -hmm. what did it, mm -hmm. right? And from, 19, from, from 1900 until 1970, over 200 million Americans striked. We kept fighting and striking and striking and fighting, <laughs> fighting and striking and striking and fighting, right? And then what happened was in the 70s, I know you had me on here for health, but this affects our health. No, this 19, is, I'm very passionate about this topic, so. Yeah, so the 1970s, yeah. what happened was is the Republicans started labeling this working class movement as communism and branding it and doing that. And that pissed off a lot of people. My parents uh, were, were one of them. And my parents became hardcore Democrats at that time, galvanized them. So this two-party system, mm -hmm. people think that they're against each other. They're working together. Okay, they're oh, the yeah. same. They're the exact same. They just they yeah. act like yeah. they're fighting together. And then at cocktail parties, they're laughing at us. Yeah, one wing of the same bird or whatever they say. You yes. Know? Yeah. At the same time, the Democrats said, hey, we're for the working people. We're going to create these unions and we're going to help you. So they created the top-down unions that stifled the true working class movement. Those union bosses started making backdoor agreements and we stopped striking. From 1970 until today, there's only about maybe 2 million people have striked. And guess what? From 1970, you can watch our incomes go down. Mm. You can watch our health go down. You can watch the safety mm. in our streets go down. Everything's going back. And, and now, look, urine and feces has returned <laughs> because we have stopped fighting. We have stopped fighting. And then they tell us that the approach is one-size-fits-all medicine. Everybody get a jab, and that's that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Everybody's body is different. Mm -hmm. it's, it should be personalized precision medicine, the right medicine for the right person at the right time. You don't need the same stuff as me, and I don't need the same stuff as a six-year-old child, and a six-year-old child doesn't need the same thing as an 84-year-old dude. It doesn't make any sense. We all have different bodies and different chemistry. So the reality here is, is that if, if we want to, to have good health, truth, freedom, and health, then we have to fight for that. Yeah. That's what we why, have to do. Why do you think that people have become so complacent? Well, because we've been entertained. You yeah. remember back in the, the Romans, uh, you know, when there was all the gladiatorial games. Yeah. They, they brought in the uh, things yeah. were bad. Like the people. Yeah, were it rising. was crazy. Um, I actually studied ancient Rome. It was like my my favorite subject in college. I minored in art history and that was kind of my concentration. And then I was lucky enough to live over there. And yeah, there were there was a particular emperor, Emperor Nero, really pushed the gladiatorial games. They had like 300 straight days of games just to distract how horrible he was. Right. It was so bad. They used yeah. the, the, the gladiator games as a distraction. So yeah. they'd come on over and get drunk and have a good time and forget yeah. about all your, how, how crappy of a infrastructure we've created for you guys. And yeah. Your slaves. Have yeah. good. Here you go, slaves. Throw them a few bones. Right. right. And what, what have we been doing? You know, and here's the deal. Like I grew up watching the 49ers. I was a big Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig, all those guys, you know, my buddies, we were betting on football games. I played baseball at a high level. I was really into that stuff, but uh, sports, we have been entertained 
We've gotten very lazy. We have start, and the people that are out there, you know, hustling and building companies, doing things and raising kids, a lot of, most of them, the good, decent people that are actually creating value with their hands, going out in the marketplace and doing something, doing some work and creating value, those people are not running for political positions. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now we have is a bunch of people that don't know how to create anything. They're full-time politicians. And all they do is make, they just think they're better than you and me. Yeah. And, the, and it's all the way down to PTA, student boards, uh, city councils, uh, mayors. Oh, yeah. Um, you have, you know, like um, our judicial system is corrupt. We've proved that in the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement that I'm part of with Dr. Shiva. Mm -hmm. That, you know, we have a, we have a, we had a landmark case. It was like a tipping point in history. The judge closed the case. We have indisputable proof of the. I was talking earlier about the the election software, how it's corrupted, and the whole infrastructure that's been created by non-government people that are making policy decisions or. Or, 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 you know, running like this, basically the Secretary of State's and messing around mm. with our voting machines and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, the judge sealed the case because it was too hot to handle. All right. So much stuff going on, but, crazy. you know, back, back to just the basics. It's like the first thing's first. Like if you're not feeling good, you know, you're tired, you're fatigued. The first thing is you got to put yourself first. You have to understand right. that creation doesn't make mistakes. If you're here, you're here for a reason. You have a unique um, footprint. You have a unique vibrational frequency nobody is you otherwise you wouldn't be here like you're here for a reason unless you're going to say creation makes mistakes i don't think that's probably going to be the case you're going to doubt creation mm -hmm. so you're here for a reason my my hope is to help people because for me my passion in life and my excitement got ignited through health so what i want to help people do is get excited enough let's get your health back and get you excited and turn back on so you can look around and say what is it that i really like to do what is it that i can talk about 24 7 and people are in my family are like, oh, enough already that you want to research and you're really into it. That's what you should be doing. Hmm. And if you do that, everything will work out. Money will follow, all that other stuff. Um, unfortunately, in this society, we look as money is the only form of abundance. It's only one form. Um, and it's a valid form in this time, space, reality, in my opinion. But there are other forms. You know, having the right person show up at the right time. People gifting you things. People helping you out. Trading. There's all hmm. kinds of different ways that you can have abundance in your life. And I think the best form of abundance is just waking up and feeling good and honestly being happy with yourself and your relationships. That's the most important thing. And it's always going to be the case. But it's hard to do when the vehicle's, you know, stressed, it's deficient, and it's polluted. So yeah. if we can show you and help you clean it up, flood it with good stuff and mitigate that stress, you're going to come back to life and you're going to be a more productive dad, mom, uh, productive to member of society and, and maybe some of you will you know go replace these people in office and and uh you know we can get our freedoms back absolutely I'm, i mean i'm just so grateful that there are people like you creating companies that that care you know i mean it's basically just what it boils down to is is caring about others and caring about you and caring about trying to make this world a better place you know so thank, thank you, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so how can people tell everyone how they can can get in touch with you and learn more about your your company and sure, sure. Yeah. Well, the easiest is probably just to go to our website at chemicalfreebody.com. Um, we have a podcast link there if you want free information. We're over a hundred episodes now. I've had some guests on. I've also probably done about seven or ten solo deals. Um there's some really good ones on there. Like episode 61 was a, a big game changer for me when I, I, I 
infrared saunas are just like game changers. But I found like I found an infrared sauna that broke a natural law. Like it's crazy, and it's a third of the cost. It's um, it's been a game changer. Um, I have another one on sprouting. I think it might have been episode forty-eight, but it's, it says awesome. how to increase nutrition by a hundred percent, eight up to eight hundred percent through sprouting. Sprouting is amazing. Everybody should be sprouting stuff. Um, stuff you like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of. I grow about sixty percent of the food I eat right now. So, um, yeah, it's living foods. Awesome. You can have me back on if you want. We'll talk about biophotons, which is a trippy subject. Yes. It's really cool. Uh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. But if you guys are interested yes. in trying out some of our uh, detox uh, kits and stuff like that, I would probably just go to the products tab, scroll down to savings bundles. That way you can get a discount. And we have like a little jumpstart bundle if you want to stick your toes in the water. Mm. Or if you want to go all in, um, I take the total energy and detox bundle every month. Plus I also take the turmeric. Hmm. Um, and I'm actually sampling the multi shroom and the V stack right now. And those are hmm. definitely going to be nothing moves the needle for me. Like that sauna moved the needle for me pretty big. These two hmm. products are pretty big. They moved it. And I'm, I'm pretty clean right now. And I've, I've tried a lot of stuff and like these really moved it for me. So anyway, just pick awesome. a bundle that resonates with you, fits your budget or whatever. And, um, at checkout, if you guys put in this discount code refined, hippie refined hippie you'll get an additional five percent off that way you guys can get a double discount and we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products if something doesn't work we'll refund your money just get a hold of us we'll put you on the phone with myself or a coach if you want to and we'll find a different product even if it's a different company or maybe a different tactic or strategy you can use because our products are just part of our toolkit mm -hmm. there's a lot of other things that you can do and there's a lot of things that you can do that don't cost anything like literally and when you're hunting around on the website, a little screen pops up and says, do you want a free gift? Get that gift. That is our core four secrets ebook. Uh, there's also recipes in there. And um, those core four secrets are what I teach to my private one-on-one -on -one coaching students and to the group. This is what we believe is the foundation to health. Three of them cost nothing. One of them, you can invest a little bit up to a lot, depending on how it's about water, about getting your water right. Mm. But the other three are free and you can do those as soon as you get that book and they'll transform your life. Cause I know because we ship products like say to Australia and it could take up to a month sometimes to get it there, unfortunately, because there's wow. stupid supply chain delays. Right. And we have people emailing us and saying, Hey Tim, my gas and bloating is getting better. My energy's back uh, already up. Um, my mental clarity is better. They don't even have the products yet. And they're just practicing those habits. One, two, three, mm -hmm. or all four of those core four secrets. Mm -hmm. So definitely get that. It's a free manual. And, um, I just hope you enjoy the products and I hope they work for you. They work for about 98 plus percent of people right up the middle. Um, there's that 2% that might have a certain allergic reaction to certain things. And then we just swip swap, we figure it out. And like I said, it's not one size fits all approach. It's just, um, Excellent. but we try to give things that are really foundational for people. Sounds great. Thank you. And thank you for coming on. We'll definitely try to schedule you back on. I mean, I feel like we could talk about all kinds of things. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on. And I, and I hope the listeners, um, I hope you guys put yourself first. Um, yeah. That's the first step. Awesome. You, you definitely deserve that. Yeah. Okay. Until next time, peace and plants. I hope you enjoyed that episode and maybe learned a few things, got inspired to make more changes in your life and drink more green juices. <laughs> as well as just take charge and responsibility for your own health and to try to encourage the ones that you love to do the same because it's not very much fun when you're the only one who's healthy and everybody around you is not healthy. 
Um, so trying to, to help inspire others by leading by example is also really imperative that we do. So I will put all of Tim's information in the show notes as well as the coupon code. So be sure to check out that. I definitely want to order some of that turmeric as well as maybe some of his green juice uh, powder and also clean out my supplement cabinet. Cabinet, That's for sure. So uh, anyways, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, peace and plants.